ESPN LA. Welcome to Experience here on ESPN LA 710. I'm Lafern Cusack. Do you like games? Are you a gamer? Do you like Zelda, Resident Evil, Minecraft, Super Mario Odyssey, any of the Madden games? Today, we're exploring a former gamer, 17-year-old Harley Zed Mona. He turned his gaming into writing, how he developed these characters in Our Guardian Renegade, how he went from an introvert to an extrovert. Welcome to the show, Harley. Hello, Ms. Cusack. I am, nice to be here. Yeah, I'm happy you are here. Uh, I was telling my friend the other day that uh, I got my son the Nintendo Switch, and I had a first of all, I had a hard time downloading uh, Mario because the website went down. But that's another story. <laughs> but um, I, I realize I have to be a gamer mom now. I have to be up on what's happening in the gaming world. And you started off in the gaming world. Tell us a little bit about that, Harley. Um, well, I actually started playing video games, I would say, around your son's age, like maybe five or six. And I, it, it sort of became something that my parents almost labeled as an addiction, although I beg to differ. Um, but I, it, it, something kind of opened my creative mindset and, and I saw these characters in video games and in other nerdy medias, of course, too, like, uh, comic books and fantasy novels and anime and all that stuff. Um, and I, I thought of all these designs and, and characters and I wanted to make my own. So, uh, I, they suddenly these new characters and new designs started coming to me and I had no idea what to do with them. So I decided, because um, I had no other way to, to sort of bring it out into the world, I decided I would write them down and write down their interactions and their personalities. And then I started making a story for them. Um, and that sprouted into a book that I then polished, went back to many, many times, and Our Guardian Renegade came out of that. Now, Harley, when you were five and you were, you know, going through all these games, what was your favorite game? Growing up, um, I was a huge fan of, I guess, Mario Kart was my favorite one. Mario Kart. And that's different than Mario, what did I get? Mario Super, Super Mario? Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Mario. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, now, it's a little different, yeah. It's like a kart racing game featuring the Mario characters, but yeah. Now, what attracted you to that? Something about video games as a kid. I could sort of be a lot of different um, people. I could be different characters. I could live in their shoes, and I could I could go out and do adventures or go kart racing or catch Pokemon or whatever. Um, and I couldn't do that in real life. And I, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up when I was much younger. Now, I, now I've kind of grown out of that. But I was it was hard for me to, to talk to other people because mm-hmm. I wanted to sort of. I'd rather be involved with these video games and these stories going on. And, you know, real real life was nice, but um, something about being able to, after school, go back to my GameCube and um, just sit down and, and play something just sort of intrigued me as a kid. And, yeah. Yeah, and, like, now nowadays, like, the kids, kids love to watch people play video games. Did you start off doing that as well? But you're, you're, I guess, more of a participant than a, a fan viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
nowadays there's big, big sort of, I guess, viewing on video games. There's um, Awesome Games Done Quick, which is where people watch uh, speedrunners go through their favorite games in a matter of minutes. Um, the Overwatch League just came out, um, and people watch the best Overwatch players face off against each other, and it's it's big. And um, now there's kind of more of a media of that. When I was growing up, there was more. There wasn't so much on the internet um, about watching video games, and and people were there wasn't a huge community for it yet. Um, mm-hmm. In in terms of, I guess, on the internet, and nowadays it's become more. I guess there's more household names going on in terms of video games, so more people are watching it now. Now, as far as like the technology goes, uh, when you started off playing video games to now, what type of changes have you seen and how has that influenced your writing? Or has it? Well, um, in terms of the changes going on in the industry, there's been so much that it's hard to keep track of. But one thing I can tell you is that there's been a lot of changes in what I played and the kind of what my inspirations were, so to speak. Um, and I guess sometime around when I started getting a little older, maybe around 10 or so, I got into RPGs, which were sort of you create your character or you play as a character in this huge, sprawling world and with filled with other characters that you get to interact with. And that was one thing that really shaped, for example... Um, the interactions between my characters in the books and the sort of um, the, the storylines going on. Right. Okay. So, so with that, uh, I, I guess what I'm saying is so like looking at my son playing his Nintendo switch and seeing how it physically looks like the design and all of that, and you incorporate your design in, in your, in your book, our guardian renegade, um, tell us how that has transitioned for you or how you've seen that in the industry go like more spectacular or, you know, I, I can refer to (laughs) Pac-Man, you know, and how that visually looked. It was like, okay, awesome. (laughs) Well, um, Nowadays, video games, there's a lot of new things that they're trying. For example, um, a lot of games want to kind of perfect the as realistic as possible visuals. Um, some games want to go with the super flashy uh, looks of, of, like, big fighting games and whatnot. Um, so I would say I had to sort of find what I wanted my book to visually look like. Um, so... Uh, there were certain games that are sort of grittier and darker that are getting popular nowadays. Um, there's certain games that, you know, like I said, have those sort of big flashy visuals or games that want to look realistic. And I guess with the evolving technology, you're able to kind of branch out into a lot more and create something a little bit more visually stunning than Pac-Man or 1985 Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> right. It's like you can't even keep up. I mean, well, I can't, obviously, since I'm talking about Pac-Man. Um, but I, I have moved up. Super Mario is, is you know, awesome. And the worlds that he goes into are awesome. I'm sitting there, my son is playing it. And, you know, he's, this is his first time on it. And I'm lying there on the couch and I, 
and he keeps falling over the edge. And I'm like, no, just get the coins, get the coins, Davy, get the coins. And then he goes, I'm trying, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And then I'm like, oh, come on, please, Davy, just master getting the coins. And then he gets up and he gives me the controller and he goes, here, mom, you play. And I start and guess what? I fall off the cliff. It is not that easy. Not that easy as it looks. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting upset because he can't get the coins and I just fall off the cliff automatically. I'm like, okay, I need to learn about this. It's so funny. But it's so magical too. So as as you developed, you know, your gaming skills and you you create your own I, I wanna say you you've created your own little world in the gaming industry. And you said, okay, you have all of these images in your head. How do you get that out? So tell us how it first started where you just started writing, writing our Guardian Renegade. Well, I was around 13 that time started writing it. Um, and I, like I said, I was getting all these characters come to me. Um, and actually, my seventh grade English project, I remember... Um, one of it was to create a sort of a type of hero, and there were options from anti-hero to classic hero to folk hero. Um, and I made this this badass anti-hero that, and we had to write a scene for them as well. Oh. So I made this badass anti-hero that that fought these bandits in a bar and and didn't care that everyone was watching, and and it was it became actually the character became Reese, who is one of the characters in my book, and the scene became his opening scene where he fights off two bandits in a bar. Um, and I just, with that, that scene, I, I wrote it down, I, I handed it to her, I was super proud of it, and then I, I thought, well, I don't want to end it off here. Like, this was really fun. I want to add on more to this. Um, and I just kept writing more scenes, and, and I sort of plotted this, this story out. And I didn't have any other media to tell it by. If I could, I probably would have chosen video games, I'm sure. Harley, um, but go ahead. So it, it sort of, I started writing because I've had a little bit of experience with that before, not too much. Um, but as I started, you know, the years went by and my writing kind of grew more experienced. I went back and read the book quite a few times um, until it became what it is today. So. Harley, did you have any mentors that were were helping you with your writing or that inspired you? Um well, I would say that English teacher, Miss Marvilli, got to give a sh- huge shout-out to her for that project because <laughs> I don't know if this book would have happened without her. Um, but I would say, in terms of mentors, I would say more more inspirations. Um, I At that time, I started reading the A Song of Ice and Fire series by George R. R. Martin, and I was very inspired by the sort of world-building and... Um, how the, the epic scale of it, how so many characters are able to exist in this universe and interact with each other in these interesting ways. So that was a huge, huge inspiration for kind of the themes behind our Guardian Renegade and our Renegade series as it's part of in general. Yeah. Uh, we talk about how there are a lot of sport sports games out there as well. And people that want to be athletes, you know, take on these positions of, you know, top athletes in the in the entire world. And and I mean, it's similar to you where, you know, you are this huge hero in your games and in, in your books. Uh, can you talk about how 
that has changed in regards to more of the industry opening up to like sports fans and not just gamers? Because you said you said, you know, you considered yourself a nerd. Am I correct in remembering that? Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, these games aren't nerds anymore. It's everyone. So I think, I guess, um, with the the opening of, of new technologies and new games and that are able to, to do new things, to create new worlds, to try new things. And we've we've kind of evolved as as I guess gamers, so to speak. Um in that what we wanna see, what we wanna play in a video game, the kind of stories we wanna experience. And there's a lot of new kind of creative ideas. I wanna make a game that does this, does this um, it's styled like this, plays like this. There's a lot of options now, and it's it's more like you said. It's not as as limiting as Pac-Man was back in the day, um, but there's more space to be creative, more space to create these characters and these interesting stories, and it's it's broadened so that um, there's a kind of a place for everyone. There's a game for everyone. There's um, characters that someone out there would like. Um, no matter who you are, and that's that's one thing that I aim to do with my book is to have it sort of all these characters, all these interactions, all these. There's there's something in it for everyone. This is ESPN. I'm Lafern Cusack speaking with gamer and author Harley Zed Mona, and he wrote Our Guardian Renegade. So, getting back into how you started writing this book. Um, let's talk about some of the characters within it and, and what the, what the book contains itself. Um, tell us about some of the powerful characters that you've written. Um, so the main cast of this book, um, revolves around the guardians and they're these sort of nine misfit heroes that are brought together, um, by this general named Amber, um, who is the leader of this sanctuary that is, um, being threatened by war. Um, from an empire. So she creates this, this group of guardians um, that involve these characters like Reese, for example, who is this sort of big, hulking anti-hero who kills things and enjoys it. Um, and there's all these sort of different personalities. From that, there's also um, this monk who, who doesn't speak. He's mute. Um, but he still has this sort of sense of justice and, and he's almost considered a leader of civil rights. Um, there's um, uh, ex-Harlot who ended up becoming a vigilante and um, she doesn't kill. She um, uses tranquilizers and non-lethal fighting tactics and the sort um, because she believes that there's a line that shouldn't be crossed. And you have all these sort of personalities coming together and uh, learning to, to fight together in this world that wants to kill them and wants to, I guess, bring all these conflicts in, and they have to protect the innocent in this world. So, Did you draw from any real-life experiences? <laughs> well, given the kind of epic grand scale, it's, it's hard to see how I could get that sort of real-life experience. But there are there are things, I would say... There's moments in this book where the interactions between the characters is more on the kind of smaller slice of life scale, mm-hmm. um, where you just get to see them interact with each other. They read a book together or they go out together. And even though this is a world where they have to fight for their lives, they're still 
normal teenagers. They're still normal adults, and they kind of that isn't lost. So there's interactions in there that were inspired by, I guess, my interactions with people around the world, with um, with my friends, with my family. So it's 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 got more inspirations in it than might seem. Now you're uh, you're Bulgarian, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Now, were you born there? No, I was actually um, the only person in my family that wasn't born in Bulgaria. So but I, I was kind of raised as a Bulgarian. So, so ha- have you had a lot of world experience, not, not just being here in America, but being elsewhere and and grabbing different type of cultures from all over? Well, one thing that I do when I kind of write this series um, is I look at... Um, around the world. I, I haven't traveled too much. I don't think I've been to any other continent than Europe and uh, North America. But um, I look at the kind of environments that are around. I I, I draw inspirations from them. Um, if I'm writing some sort of Arctic scene, I'll, I'll look up, you know, videos of what it's like in Antarctica or, or in the Arctic or anywhere that it's cold. Um, and I, I, it, I also draw from the cultures as well, and I look at um, what it's like around the world, what these people live, and, and what their stories are, and I build around that for um, this series. Yeah, that's cool. So I, I'm asking you this because you're 17 years old, and you've written this novel, and I, I mean, I think it's awesome, but it's like, how do you grasp that as, I mean, I'm, I'm much older than 17 years old. So I could hardly grasp what I can at this age, but um, how, where, and how you get your world view from? So it's mainly. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So it's mainly just grabbing information from around the internet and your experiences with others. Hmm. Um, I would say uh, going back to the video games. Um, I a lot of world building goes into making a video game, especially if the video game is something where um, the player gets to interact with the world, gets to explore it. Um, and I'll sometimes go back to those kind of video games, um, open world, so to speak, where you get to explore and interact with other characters around the world. And I definitely also drew inspiration um, from that when I wrote this book. Okay. Uh, so getting into uh, some of the other things that you feel about, you know, the industry, I wasn't aware of some of the stuff that would ha- that took place being a sci-fi writer. Tell us some of the things that you have learned in your experience in writing this book and becoming this huge sci-fi writer. Well, I would say I've, I've learned a lot about kind of the way people interact with each other. I've learned a lot about personalities and characters um, by having these sort of personalities and characters interact with each other and writing that down. Um, it, it's kind of opened me up to the world, and I, I've sometimes, I guess, been kind of a spectator to, to people interacting with each other and seeing these personalities sometimes clash, sometimes work together. Um, and I've taken that back into my writing um, and that writing has also kind of brought that out into me in real life, um, seeing how people react and, and kind of being interested in, in, in the ways that different personalities 
come together and, and interact with each other. Yeah. Uh, so what experiences have you found like um, becoming this uh, huge sci-fi writer with other sci-fi writers? What is your relationship with them? And have you pulled from any inspiration from them? Definitely, definitely. Um, like I said, I was reading um, A Song of Ice and Fire when I um, started writing this book. Since then, I've read a lot of books, um, a lot of sci-fi, a lot of fantasy, um, Right now, I'm currently reading Hyperion, which is um, kind of like a Canterbury Tales in space. Um, and those stories definitely inspired me. Um, I Our renegade is on the very big scale, very, like, epic scale. Um, so from those um, from those books, from those, those other um, sci-fi stories, fantasy stories, I'll take certain characters, certain tropes that I saw, like, oh... This, this kind of, I guess, um, this character interacts with this character in this way. How can I kind of translate that to my book? Yes. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so, Harley, what do you see with, like, some kids nowadays may feel like you did, like you didn't have much of a social life, and then you got out of it by, you know, writing and, you know, being, you know, a former gamer. Um how do you see yourself as a, or do you see yourself as an inspiration to others that may have felt like you where, you know, you just wanted to be by yourself and you're on your own? Well, I've never, I guess, considered myself an inspiration, but I've always wanted to be one. Um, and I think one thing that um, this book has definitely done for me is kind of opened my mind towards the, the different types of people out there. Um, and it's, it's almost kind of taught me how to, to, to talk to certain types of people, how to, to interact with them, how to um, make them happy, so to speak. Um, and that has sort of brought me out um, of my, I guess, introverted shell um, to the point where I try and talk to people so I can... I can understand what their their personalities are like or their viewpoints are and that has definitely opened me up towards um interacting with people and and being able to be less of an introvert more of an extrovert well, um you, well, so i would encourage people to to write down like the kind of experiences that they see in real life the kind of interactions they see between people um or even the interactions they have with other people like that right. um because that's that's something that that really helped me understand, I guess, how people work, how the world works, and has made me able to to talk to people more openly. Do you feel like like um, people your age are more open to that, or do you do you feel like there are more more people? thinking along that line and not closing out the world and being more open to other people and experiences? Well, there's definitely um, a wave of socially sometimes inept people like me um, that have um, kind of resurfaced um, with the Internet and being able to kind of hide behind that. Um, but at the same time, I do also see like a wave of people who are, are trying to be more open, more understanding, um, and um, want to see some good in the world. Um, 
and I think that's that's something that's very important is that I guess the sort of happiness of of other people in the world um, it's something to take note of you know if if people are troubled by something, what can you do to make it better um, I think people are more open towards um, asking those kind of questions and thinking about those kind of things, yeah um, which has made people become i guess more open to interacting with each other oh that's that's good to hear um as far as being like an introvert i was talking to uh, my cousin who's an introvert and trying to get you know his perspective of you know what that exactly means and you know he he had to take a class to become more open uh but it is extremely difficult and there are people that are just introverts, (laughs) introverts, people that are just introverts that, you know, people are trying to constantly change. But I I figure like in your world, you know, being a sci-fi writer, Harley, that you, you have, you have to get out of that in order to do promotions and promote your work. How difficult was that for you? Well, like I said, having written the book, going through it, and, and seeing these kind of experiences has opened me up a little bit more. Um, but I suppose, like, I will write characters that are introverts. I'll write characters that are super extroverts that make want to make everyone happy, and then I'll write the characters that kind of just want to be alone by themselves and more kind of focus on what makes them happy. Right. Um, and I... I still have, like, a lot of, I guess, introvert blood in me um, where I'll want my time alone to kind of meditate and think about life or think about my stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't, like, lost that. I haven't I haven't gotten rid of that, but I've just learned um, that, you know, sometimes when promoting my book... Um, People just want to see something that's interesting, and you have put in the effort to make something that is interesting for the world, so it's worth it to just sort of be proud of that and push forward with it and make it into something that um, people will enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Harley, you had mentioned that your parents thought you were playing games too much, you were too much of a gamer. Um, Can you talk about how that relationship and those experiences, um, how your parents encouraged you or supported you in a way that you were able to create Our Guardian Renegade? Um, Of course, yeah. I definitely couldn't have done Our Renegade without my mother. And um, she actually, she was one of the, the... people who spoke the loudest against me playing so many video games and then she kind of realized when I first brought the story up to her which took a lot of courage from my side being still kind of an introvert back then um, and I didn't I was a little shy about it but um, she she was interested in it and she, she liked it and she wanted to sort of go somewhere with it so she, she helped me go with this whole campaign um, for pushing our Guardian Renegade and making it into something that the world can see I definitely couldn't have made a book without her, without her help with this. Um, she's actually the one who uh, introduced me to Desiree, um, oh. who has helped me a lot with marketing and and sort of learning to get this book out. So, yeah, I would say 
my mother has been very helpful and supportive and um, talking to her about the book for the first time is a decision that I could never regret. Oh, that's awesome. And Desiree, I'll just throw a shout out to her of uh, Black Chateau. Uh, Harley, can we get, you know, some more information? How can we find out more about your book, get your book and find out more about you? And also, are you still gaming? Are you still playing? And can we hook of up with course. you on Nintendo Switch? <laughs> well, I don't have a Switch yet, but um, I'm definitely trying to save up for one. But um, yeah, I have a Twitter at Harley Zedmona, uh, Instagram at Harley underscore Zed, um, and I, I post there often. I have a Facebook for Our Guardian Renegade, um, and. Uh, the Twitter and Instagram are more for, I guess, my, me personally and getting to know what kind of my world is like, my experiences, um, and also the projects that I'm working on in the future. Um, and then the R Guardian Renegade okay page is also obviously for, for if you want to know more about the book. So, And for those gamers out there, do you have any top tips for gamers or future sci-fi writers that you can share with us? Yeah, I would say, like, don't be afraid to... to to be proud of your work. Don't be afraid to, you know, see it as something, as an accomplishment. Um, you created these characters. You created this world. Um, so go with, go somewhere with that. Um, if you're too young to, to do it yourself like I was, bring it up to your parents. Bring it up to, to someone you know that could help you uh, make it into something that um, the world can see and the world can enjoy. Um, and for those people who haven't started writing something but want to, I would say just start by, by, by some, the first thing that comes to mind when you think of what you want to write, write it down. Just give it a shot. Just spend time looking at a piece of, of, of paper and, and jotting something down. And even if you don't like what comes out of it, you can learn from, from writing that down. You can, you can build up on that. You can go back and, and change it into ways so that you, you make something that you're proud of. Um, that's great uh, just just to go back you mentioned just jot it down I think a lot of people are afraid of you know writing stuff down because they think oh well it, this isn't in the right format this isn't the right you know uh, character or so therefore they have all these limitations on what they can do because they think they're doing it wrong what do you say about that well the wonderful thing about writing that I can't even say the same for other forms of media, like like with film and, and TV and, and um, video games, is that you have absolutely no limitations. With with those kind of things, it's, it's kind of sometimes limited by production or um, technology or what's going on. But with books, it's all in your mind. It's all what you want to write down. You can write down anything. Um, so there are no limits. There are no characters that should be restricted you get to decide what characters you're going to make what story you're going to make um so don't feel like you are restricted because um one thing i'm grateful for with writing is that unlike any other form of media you you're able to make anything that you want so you have all the creative decisions in it that's awesome 17 year old harley zed mona gamer turned storyteller and again you can get our guardian renegade you could get it on amazon you could get it everywhere right Barnes and noble too yeah Barnes and noble cool thank you so much for sharing your world and sharing your book with us and sharing your gaming experience i really appreciate it thank you 
so much, Ms. Cusack. I'm LaFern Cusack. This is ESPN LA. Again, for more information, log on to ESPNLA.com. Go to the show page. Check me out on Twitter. Uh, and uh, I'll be sure to get back with you. I'm LaFern Cusack. See you next week here on ESPN LA 710. ESPN LA 710.